Hello, everyone. Justin Bradford, Penalty Box Radio. And joining me right now is David Fessenden of the University of Alabama and Huntsville Chargers. A big, big weekend, a sweep of Ferris State. Uh, David, thanks for joining me, man. Uh, it's good to be here. So obviously not really able to do post games like we typically traditionally do. So this is my post game mm-hmm. report from the weekend. First of all, just the sweep in general. What was it like for you to come in, especially the first home games, knowing everything that went on in the offseason, for you guys to be able to come in and get a thrilling overtime victory and to get a shutout victory and to do that at home in front of your fans? I mean, it, it meant a lot to uh, the group as a whole, and especially me, because uh, as like you said, there's a lot that's happened with this program in a short amount of time, and there's a lot of buildup for this weekend, being our first weekend as a team, and uh, it, it was really exciting. There was a lot of tension. So having a success in that weekend was it was honestly just the best thing. Um, it, it just felt good to give all the people that have supported us and, and watched us uh, to, something to watch and something to be proud about. And uh, in the end, that's what we were doing it for. Uh, yeah, we want to win games. But for all the people that have made this program continue, we just want to play for them because they've, they've done so much for us. And the energy, I'm sure, was pretty unique compared to most of the country, being able to have fans mm-hmm. in the building like that, too. How much did that feed you guys as well in these games? Because, I mean, just having that atmosphere, there is a part of the game where you're feeding off energy of a crowd and especially going into overtime and then being able to seal a shutout like that, too. How much did the fan energy play a part in this for you guys? Oh, it, it it's an amazing atmosphere, especially at the VBC, knowing that, uh, we have everybody that we know at the games and uh, supporting us. That, that feeds into it a lot because they're, one, playing a game with no fans, it, it's kind of like a triple-A game. You're, you're, you're focused, but you, there's, a, there's that uh, the atmosphere that you miss, that you crave uh, from a college experience. And having just all those people around us, and it really did. It made us all excited and made us really amped. Uh, it, it gave us a little energy, a little boost at the end. And when we needed it, when – at the in between periods, you hear the people shouting and screaming for everything, and that that, that means a lot to us, and we love it. And um, especially because we haven't had that all year, and haven't had it in a while, especially. And so let's start off with the January eighth game, the first game against Ferris State, which was the overtime victory there too. What was your view? Because on the ice, I mean, the goaltender is the one position that really does see everything that is going mm-hmm. on. So take us through what you saw. Uh, when you guys won the game and just what the feelings were like from you and just what you saw develop on the ice when that happened? I mean, it was definitely a back-and-forth game. Uh, it was it, it was very intense. Both teams had a lot of offense, a lot of great opportunities. Um, I think Ferris State was really were really pushing us, and we were pushing back. And I think the best thing was we, we definitely were down a few times in that period uh, or in the game overall, but we never quit. And – there was nothing. There was no sense of uh, we're out of this game. There was no sense of oh we're we're done because we're we're down. It it just was never there. There was a sense of confidence of like a it was a silent confidence our team kind of had, knowing that like hey we we've done this before. We played this game a million times. We can we can figure this out. And the relentlessness from every single guy on this team, from Dane Vincent, the blocking shots, and there's there's so many guys that contributed and. I don't think any, not a single guy on that team quit. And and that's what really, really brought that game around to our our advantage. And I'm sure that fed you 
into the shutout the next night. I mean, yeah. a two Oh shutout yeah. is absolutely huge to get that at home like that. I mean, you guys are going into this and then there's the penalties that are happening too. And I know that's something I'm going to talk with uh, coach Zierness about too, is just cleaning up things a little bit. So there's pressure being put on you going on the PK so early, but you're staying up big 42 saves being made in that shutout just in that game in general, right there. Were you just feeling it? Were you feeling it big time? I think, yeah, from the first first game, there was definitely an adrenaline high everybody had. They were super excited. And um, from that game, I just saw so many guys just putting it on the line to win that game. And it was definitely in the back of my head. I'm like, okay, I got to do this for my team, for my boys. They, they put everything into that, winning that game. Like, this one's for them. And that's what I think we have a really great dynamic is uh, there's no guy, like, doing it for himself. There's guys doing it because – uh, the guy next to him laid out and either blocked a shot or made the right play and did the right thing. It's like, all right, well, I got to do it because of him. Um, and yeah, I guess you could say I was in the zone. Like I, I, I definitely <laughs> wasn't thinking about it. Like as a, I, every goalie will definitely say when that happens, you're, you're just trying to think about the play and you don't want to say the S word. You, you don't want to hear it. You just want to keep going. <laughs> But yeah, I just felt good and I felt confident in my team and I felt like we had it as a, as a group. So there was no, there was no pressure. And this kind of thing too, there's been talk, especially with this program, because it's gone through so many ups and downs just about moral victories. And there are a few already this season of the team being in these games and having some really close losses, which is great to have, but getting over that hump of getting the victory how much does it build confidence for this team to get the taste of victory and not just a one win, but to be able to sweep and know that you guys can beat a conference opponent like this and actually be able to shut an opponent out like this too. What does it do for confidence of the team in general? Oh, the, it, it's honestly the best thing for it. Like nothing, the best cure is, is winning. Like I think any, anyone can say that uh, we, that first win was like the breaking the ice. Everyone knew what it felt like now because we were a really new team. We have a lot of new freshmen and, a new group of guys and we, we're, we're clicking but we haven't had that that success to really bring us together and that first win definitely broke us through the ice we're like all right we know we can do this now uh in our heads it that doubt that that pressure off the shoulders kind of just unlifted and that's why we just kept going out like all right well we can we can do it once we can do it again um especially a sweep out of everything now we have no excuses we know what we're <laughs> capable of and uh, yeah we have to keep going and so this season, too, it's, it's one of those things. It's a unique situation that all three of the, on the coaching staff are alums of the program. And obviously, Lance West has been a part of UH before. Uh, and then he's been in college hockey for a long time. Carlos Zierness has been international. He's a coach junior and college. And then Carmen Guerrero, goaltender as well. So first off, just what's it like having these alums as coaches that are really invested in the program? And secondly, too, just having a goaltender like Carmine that is pretty recent from leaving the program and, and having a career coaching as well and playing too. What's it like to have him there for you? Uh, the coaching staff this year has just been absolutely amazing. Um, it definitely, you can see a difference having three alum, they care so much about this program because they've been in our shoes and they, they understand what we're going through and they understand what we want. And there's just, there's clarity between us and the coaches because we're all in it for the same program. We all came to, we all made the same decision to be at UH Charger and that that is a bond that kind of is un, unwritten and they're just great coaches that have really clicked with all the players and um, Zerlis has been a, a Westie we've always known is just a great guy and Zerlis is really intelligent about the game and brings so much knowledge to players as a whole and 
Carmine has just been a great ad. He's he's a young guy, but he's very intelligent, really cares about the game, really cares about UH. And as a goaltender, that's all you can ask for is just having that, uh, those people around you to bounce questions off of, to learn. And it's really been a beneficial, especially for this year, just to learn from these guys because they, they know what it takes to be at the highest level and they want to help you. So it's great to be around. Absolutely. And you can definitely see that just in terms of the, the way the team is. And you see a different type of energy out there on the ice just from watching the games and everything. You see different energy just on the bench and on the ice and how guys are reacting and a little bit of a chip on the shoulder, which is which is fun mm-hmm. to see that these guys have a chip on the shoulder and your team is playing so well already this season and building for the future. And so now talking a little about goalies, because it's good, always fun to get inside a goalie head a little yeah. bit too. Uh, so goaltenders typically tend to be pretty good students of the game for obvious reasons, because you have to know so much about what's going on on the ice. Are there any goaltenders, uh, pro goaltenders, that you kind of modeled your game after? You really studied a lot when you were growing up to help improve your game? Yeah, I mean, every goalie gets this question, and a lot of people go off. This, they immediately have their number one guy that they've watched their entire life. And for me, like uh, um, as you can see, I have a Bruins jersey. I've always loved that team, so Tuka Rass, Tim Thomas. Um, but for me, it's, I just love goalies. Uh, I love watching all sorts of goalies, to either it be Pecorine of Arlamov. I love the craft of being a goalie. I think everyone has a unique take on it and no one is the same. So I like watching any pro. If there's any, like when I watch hockey, I watch it very differently than most people. It's all eyes on what the big guy in the net's doing. I don't really watch anything else. But uh, growing up, I think the one guy, it was Tim Thomas, uh, was definitely one of my biggest because of his mentality. He was just a battler and he competed in the net and and then he won a Stanley Cup, and that was kind of my favorite. But, I mean, my body size is very different than most goalies, so I have to kind of marvel my game in my own way. Yeah, I mean, being you're listed at 6'6", so obviously the Pecorino comparison uh, yeah, can come out yeah. there a little bit too. Oh, you always got to watch the big guys, yeah. <laughs> so especially with that too, I mean, tall goaltenders didn't necessarily exist uh, mm-hmm. years ago and has been the thing now that we see plenty of them, especially coming from Europe plenty of tall mm-hmm. goaltenders but then you also have Ben Bishop uh, which is a, a pretty tall guy as well the evolution of the goaltender as well how have you seen that change in terms of you being someone that studies goalies and how they've had to change and model their games differently because you think and I'll take this with, with Nashville as well because you have Pecorine who is really tall Yusuf Saros who is considered pretty yeah. short as well so they obviously have to have different styles in the game so how have you seen that evolution of the goaltender happen depending on size and everything too yeah the well the game is continuously changing and getting quicker especially forwards uh the ability to make plays and make them um instantly has become a challenge for a goalie goaltender so the ability to read plays i think for all goalies is is the next step and the ability to know where the puck's going to be before there and be prepared to go to that position before it's there um for example rainy is very angled He's very good. He sits deep in his net, but he plays to his strengths of being a large goaltender and very reactive, while Saros is very athletic in challenges. Um, what I see in the game today is people are becoming, they're more adapting to what their strengths are and their body is. It's not a bad thing to be a small goalie. You just have to play a more specific uh, way to attack the angle. And while a bigger goalie could not do what a smaller goalie, I can't move the same way some guys that are, uh, very small, but uh, I can take up space a little different. So it's all about angles. In, in the end, uh, goaltending's all angles and all positioning. And 
however you take up that space best is the how, how the name of the game to be honest Awesome. Well, I, I, I could do this all night. I'm sure <laughs> talk about goalie stuff. Cause it's, it's really yeah. fascinating just to keep learning. So we'll have to touch on that later in the season and, and catch Absolutely. up with you more to get inside the, the head of the goalie. Uh, Cause I yeah, love talking I about this stuff. Too. <laughs> and you said before the interview, you're not much of a talker. You've been great, man. <laughs> <laughs> I you're great at analyzing the game. I think you might have a future yeah. as a broadcaster too, man. <laughs> uh, we'll see. We'll see. <laughs> well, well, David, major. just congratulations on the great weekend. Uh, looking Thank forward you. to see you in action more uh, as we come along here too. Just big congrats as well as I know it's really exciting continue to build off of that and thanks for taking the time thank to talk you. to me today no it was, it's been a pleasure thank you and i uh, appreciate all the support i really do